I am Gregory Hallows, and this is Preserve Halloween Podcast. Um, after the month or so of having to read ghost stories, I'm gonna be very excited to finally be able to to discuss the topic for this uh, week's podcast. And I'm pretty much going to jump right into it. Um, one of the things I wanted to discuss before getting into the the topic uh, this week is the fact that I used to live overseas. I grew up as a kid, military kid. So I had the uh, fortunate circumstances to live in Sicily, which if you don't know, uh, Sicily, it is the boot-shaped island or the football shaped island, actually, <laughs> Italy's the boot. Uh, Sicily is the football type shaped or triangle. I don't know. Uh, it's the little island just below Italy, and um, I come from a military family, like I said. So we were stationed at the military base there in Siganella. Um, when I first arrived there with my parents and my brother, we lived in a hotel. I think almost two years of the time we were there because there was not enough housing for our family. Um, and then once we uh, finally lived outside of the hotel, I lived uh, halfway up Mount Etna, which was an, or it still is an active volcano. Um, so that was fun. I actually saw the volcano erupt, I think twice while I lived there. Um, it was a really cool experience for me. Uh, I really, it's one of the best times I've had. I, I really look forward to going back and visiting now that I'm older. I don't think I appreciated living there near as much as a child as I would now. Uh, I miss the food. I miss, you know, everybody was really nice to my brother and I because our hair at the time was very, very light, and that was uh, uh, abnormal. So all the Italian grandmas would love to pinch our cheeks and call us Bambino, and, you know, it was really cool. Um, another great story from my time living in Sicily was my mother, at uh, when we lived there, worked at the school that I attended, and it was because of it was only for kids of military families the it was k through 12 the entire school was in one building so that was odd but you know you kind of get used to it but our principal i can never figure out why he always had his hand in his pocket i thought it was you know maybe he had just you know i don't know i maybe he thought he was cool or it was one of those things where you know, I didn't think it would strike me as odd as it did as a child, but I came to find out much later that my principal lost his hand and had a hook for a hand, and he kept his he kept it in his pocket all the time because he didn't want to scare us. So, uh, not only did I get to live in Sicily, but my principal had a hook hand, which was awesome. Um, that's a horror story waiting to be written, I, I'm, I'm assuming, but, uh, so 
because of my experience living overseas and in Sicily, I I've been wanting to tackle this topic for quite some time. Uh, La Bufana. If I know that a lot of people have been posting about her on the uh, group we have on on Facebook and just sending me articles because of the time frame, mostly I'm assuming. But I've been wanting to to do this subject for a while, so um, I'm just going to jump right in. It's a really fun, interesting story, and I love reading and and researching about other cultures and their uh, legends and how they relate to the things that, you know, I grew up thinking that was it, you know, when you're a kid and you grow up in the United States, it's Santa Claus and the Easter rabbit and things like that. It's really fun having the experience, knowing that there's so many other cultures out there. That was one of the best things about living overseas is I came to appreciate uh, all this other culture that existed, and it made me want to learn as much as I could. So here we go. Uh, the figure of Babo Natali, who is Father Christmas, with his red hat and suit, his white beard and his bag full of presents, is famous pretty much all over the world, Santa Claus. Um, but in Italy, children await a visit from another figure known in their culture as La Bufana, and she is a friendly... Italian witch who rides around on a broomstick and carries with her a sack of candies and gifts. Um, this image of what is called La Bufana now comes from a multitude of cultures and symbols. On one hand, you have the Christian tradition of the Epiphany, which is the first revelation of Christ as man and God to the Magi, who came with gifts for the Messiah. And on the other hand, you have the folk and pagan traditions that were connected to the New Year and to the 12 days which followed the winter solstice, which came to um, basically intermingle with the Christian Christmas cycle. Um, a popular belief is that the Labafana name comes from the Feast of the Epiphany. Uh, Ep- Epiphania is a Latin word with Greek origins meaning manifestation of the divinity and some others suggest Bafana is descended from the Roman goddess Strinia and others say that uh, La Bafana is a derivative of Bastrina because uh, the gifts associated with the goddess Strina. So a theory also connects the tradition of exchanging gifts to an ancient Roman festivity in honor of Ionis and Strenia. And in Italian, a Christmas gift used to be called a strena. Uh, this is celebrated at the beginning of the year when the Romans used to give each other presents. In a book called The Vestiges of Ancient Manners and Customs, Discoverable in Modern Italy and Sicily, written or published in 1823, uh, it says, this Bafana appears to be heir at law of a certain heathen goddess called Strinia, who presided over the New Year's gifts, Strinae, from which, indeed, she derived her name. Her presents were of the same description as those of the as those of the Bafana, figs, dates, and honey. Bafana also maintains many similarities with Percta and her pre-Christian Alpine, Alpine traditions. So, there's a lot of history, much like anything that has multiple 
origins and uh depends on who you ask how you can explain it but um i want to stop right there for a second and go back just a little well actually go back a lot uh Historically, at the end of December, the Romans would celebrate the Saturnalia in honor of Saturn, the father of Jupiter. In later times, the Saturnalia became associated with the cult of the Sol Invictus. Uh, the period in uh, today we celebrate the Epiph- Epiphania corresponds to that in which the Romans used to honor the Lari. Um, in European folklore, the 12 days between Christmas and the Ep- Epiphany were the period in the year when the presence of witches was most felt, uh, especially on the 12th night. Asked Shakespeare, uh, the night of the Epiphany, which was considered one of the magic nights in the year. In anthropology, the Epiphany, uh, the last festivity of the Christmas period, is considered a celebration of renewal, announcing the coming of the new season. Um, the beginning of January was uh, considered spiritually relevant in the East, where it was strictly, basically, associated with the figure of Jesus. The ep- Epiphania was uh, instituted in 120 AD to remember the christening of Christ. It soon was adopted by the Eastern Church, and it came to symbolize the four critical moments in the life of Jesus, his birth, the wise men, the christening, and the Cana miracle. In all four of these occasions, it is the Epiphania to be celebrated a manifestation that of the divine in the person of Jesus Christ. So, this celebration of the Epiphania soon got popular in the West, and the cult uh, and celebration of Sol Invictus, which we mentioned earlier, which concluded the Saturnalia, was absorbed into the practices of Christianity, much like a lot of uh, pagan celebrations were. And it was transformed into an Orthodox moment of worship, the Saul Invictus of the Romans, the God of life and light dispensed to all existence, was transformed into the figure of Christ, who brought the light of true spirituality and knowledge to mankind. You can look back at some earlier um, portrayals of Christ, and you may notice the sunbeams that surround his head and his body. This was because of the association with Saul Invictus. Um, in the 4th century, the West attributed the Epiphan- Epiphania, uh, had, had another meeting, always of Revelation, and uh, it was highlighted by the Eastern Church. It now became a symbol of the revelation of Jesus and Christianity to the world of paganism. The figure of La Bufana, the Christmas witch, was a symbol of this uh, pagan origin uh, embodying a Christian feast whose celebration became particularly relevant in popular tradition. Uh, but, however, La Bufana has origins that are way older than uh, the Epiphany, uh, which is usually associated with her. Her roots uh, are pre-Christian, um, and they were developed... Uh, you know, folklore and religious elements, of course, but the the Celts, uh, who once inhabited the northern regions of the country, introduced, well, Europe, introduced uh, the figure of a female representation of nature to be celebrated in the middle of winter. Uh, th- at this time, nature was tired and empty and needed rest before being rejuvenated once again to bring the world uh, food and sustenance. Uh, during the spring 
Well, she came and in the shape of an old lady and left mankind gifts of food and seeds to live on during the months she is at rest. Um, in Italy... The Epiphany on the 6th of January marks the official end of the Christmas season, and it commemorates the day when the three wise men arrived at the manger of Jesus bearing gifts. Uh, These four figures' fates, the three wise men along with Labafana, were intertwined when the Magi happened upon Labafana during their quest. She hosted them for an evening in her cottage, and the next morning they invited her to accompany them to Bethlehem, but as she was busy cleaning her home, she declined. But then, after they left, uh, she had second thoughts, and she filled a basket with gifts for the baby, Jesus, and she went off to find the three wise men. Um, She followed the same North Star that they did, but she was unable to find the manger before the wise men did. Uh... The tradition of La Bufana, uh incorporates other pre-Christian elements as well. Uh, they were adapted to Christian culture and related to the celebration of the New Year. Historian Carlo Ginsberg, uh, he relates La Bufana to Nick Nevin. Uh, the old lady character represents the old year that has just passed and it's ready to be burned in order to give place to a new year. In many European countries, this tradition still exists of burning a puppet of an old lady at the beginning of the new year. It's called Giubiana in northern Italy with uh, what is said to be Celtic origins. Uh, Italian anthropologist Claudia and Luigi Manciocchio wrote in their book Una Casa Senza Porte, which means a house without doors, they trace La Bufana's origins back to Neolithic beliefs and practices. Uh, they wrote about Bufana as a figure that evolved into a goddess, a goddess who was associated with fertility and agriculture. Um, but the feast of this fairy tale old lady, who is beloved but also feared by Italian children, takes its origin from the old lady who was burned in squares to celebrate the end of the year, like we mentioned earlier. Um, this is basically a uh, gosh, centuries-old tradition of uh, time cycles, which you have to honor the ending and the beginning of anything. Uh, the Bafana is also related to the mysterious rites of Celtic peoples who once inhabited the Pianara Padana and parts of the Alps, they would set wicker puppets on fire in honor of ancient gods. The witch, who was considered the woman magician, the priestess, uh, who she was the one who knew all the secrets of nature. She would take the form of Bafana and the coal that she would leave to the children who were, you know, the bad kids. That was also a symbol of fertility that was connected to bonfires. Um, so it's crazy how all this stuff, you know, if you, you look at it a certain way, it, it has such multiple meanings. Um, the uh, universal symbol that accompanies La Bufana, the old lady, is the broom, which to some, you uh, it resembles a magic wand, but it's also connected to the tree and nature rituals that the uh, Celts used in the forest. Um, in pre-Christian calendar solstice rites, uh, 
where they celebrated the cycle of the sun. These were merged with the cycle of the life of man and generations. Uh, this internal cycle was represented by symbols to exercise anxieties. Uh, in many cultures, the uh, grown-ups and children basically uh, achieved a lot of things through the fear of punishment and uh, expectation of reward. And the ogre and the witch at some point eventually transformed into the figures of Santa Claus and uh, Bafana, which is interesting. I uh, never would have. Well, I guess you can think of Santa Claus as an ogre. Um, so La Bafana can represent Mother Nature. She represents a lot of things. Um, but universally, her, fig, uh, her appearance is that of an old lady who is hunched over, uh, has a big nose, pointy chin, is not dressed very well, and is covered in soot. Because, uh, like Santa Claus, she uh, gets into your house through the chimney. Um, and on the nights between the 5th and 6th of January, she flies above the roofs, our houses, on her broomstick. And once we are all asleep, she leaves present and candy and stockings. Good children will, will receive lovely gifts, and bad children will get coal. So, sounds a lot like Santa Claus. Um, uh, La Bufana is celebrated all throughout Italy and has become a national icon. Um, I did find a movie, a recent movie, that was uh, made about La Bufana, who I think in the movie she was a school teacher. Um, I'm going to have to find it. But it was, the, it was the one movie I found that was about this, uh, this, this figure, which is crazy. Because how many movies there are about Santa Claus? Um, the town of Urbania in the province of Pissarro e Urbino, uh, they, that is where the National Bafana Festival is held each year. It's held between the 2nd of January and the 6th of January. They build a house of the Bafana, and they uh, their post office has a mailbox that is reserved for letters addressed to Bafana, which is very much like Santa Claus. Um in Fornovo de Taro, which is a province of Parma, they hold the meeting called the Raduno Nasciale del Bifana e de Bifani, and that is held on the January 5th and 6th, and that is where hundreds of Bifanas show up, uh, and they juggle, they dance, they're there to greet all the children. I mean, basically, the children... Are, are the reason for all of this. Um, in other parts of the world where there is a vibrant Italian community, uh, traditions involving Bafana may be observed and shared within the wider community. I think I did find a mention of one in Toronto. Um, they have a huge Bafana festival. So, um, the reason why I, I wanted to pursue a podcast on La Bufano. The funny story is I, I saw it and what reminded me that I've been wanting to write about it or talk about it for a while was my daughters were watching uh, Let's Go Luna on PBS and they actually had a little segment on La Bufano, which I thought was really cool. Um, so thank you PBS once again for uh, educating my children and, and me too. So I would like to know if anyone out there listening has their own 
history or memories with La Bufana? Uh, does your family celebrate her arrival? Do you have any childhood stories of waiting for this kind witch to bring you treats? I would love to hear all of your memories. You can write me at preservehalloween at gmail.com or find me on Instagram or Facebook. Uh, Preserve Halloween is pretty much where I'm at online. Um, I would like to thank the ProudItalian.com, Italy.com, LifeInItaly.com, ItalyHeritage.com, and Trigetiper, uh, Cecilia.it, and always Wikipedia for the information that I found about this great topic. Um, I hope that uh, these stories and podcasts make you search out the wonderful traditions and legends and figures that exist all over the world because there are a lot and they're really, really cool. And I love uh, holidays that brings out a lot of it. So, you know, until next time, thank you for listening and preserve Halloween. La Befana vien di notte con le scarpe tutte rotte, il vestito alla romana, viva viva la Befana. La-